Hi friends, welcome to Superstar PR. I'm Nikki, I own a PR company, and because of this, I meet some really interesting people. And you know what? If they wow me, I bring them to you, and that's how we got here. Don't forget to share this with your friends if you think it's going to change their life, and rate and subscribe. Happy listening! Hi, Rob. I'm so excited to finally interview you because it's only been like two years and I use your sauces. This is Rob from Robinson's Gourmet Sauces. Um, all of you know I'm a foodie and I will find what tastes good. Rob, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yes, it has been a two-year wait, but I'm glad I'm here and thank you for the opportunity to speak with you. Well, I mean, I think you've got a cool story with Robinson Sauces. Why don't you start by telling us what makes your sauces different? What's the story here? For sure. Uh, well, let's just start. Like, imagine you're going into, you know, it's a hot summer day. You're with your family, your friends. You want a barbecue and you go into your local no frills, your Metro farm boy, and you're looking for a barbecue sauce. And for me, I felt that everything was the same. It was either Diana's or, it was, uh, you know, Heinz, Sweet Baby Ray's. And there was just really no variety in terms of flavor points. And so, you know, growing up in a Jamaican household, my mom was always the person to teach me about passion and cooking. So I figured like, you know what, I can actually make a sauce for the people. And so I started with a very simple, um, you know, pineapple based barbecue sauce during the pandemic. And that was to pay homage to my mother who passed about eight years today, um, you know, in regards to barbecue sauce, right? So I wanted to do something different. So I figured let's take some really great tasting fruit, let the fruit be the star of the sauce. And I brought that to the people. Now we're uh, seven flavors in and two different dry rubs. And that has been my story is just doing something different. I guarantee you when you taste it, you're gonna taste something different and a quality product. Eight years today, your mom passed away? Yes, yes, eight years. And uh, that was the first flavor and it's called Sweet Joyce. Sweet Joyce. Okay. Well, uh-huh. thank you, Joyce. I mean, what a nice reason to start something. And I think food is always a labor of love, Rob. Like, I agree with your sentiments. When I go into a grocery store, the joke sometimes is when I'm starving and I don't want anything because I want food that tastes really, really good. I don't want bland. Uh-huh. So, I, I mean, those who are listening, you know, you've heard me talk about Foodpreneur Lab, but maybe you can tell us about how you participated in the Foodpreneur program. Oh, gosh. The Foodpreneur program, honestly, just gave life to Robinson Sauces. Um, so a good friend of mine, um, Ken from Ligma Honey, uh, reached out to me and he was like, you know what, Rob, I think this would be a great avenue. I'm doing this Foodpreneur as a scale up. I think you should do it as a startup. And I applied. Um, next thing you know, I was connected with Marie and I was connected with Janice. And then um, while I was going through the programming and learning a lot about how I can take this knowledge and inject it into Robinson sauces and really start to kick it up a notch. Um, then, you know, I did a TV segment with Janice. And to be honest, that was just absolutely amazing. I remember, uh, you know, some of my friends saying, hey, I saw you on TV. I was like, really? And my dad calling me and saying, you're on my TV right now. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, so they, it just opened so many doors, so many different avenues, uh, so many great networks. Um, you know, I have people that are like, hey, you're a participant of Foodpreneur. And I was like, yes. And to be honest, I always, always pay back uh, to Foodpreneur any, any way I can. Like, I've referred a couple of friends that I know to the program because it was so helpful for me. 
And till this day, I still have the great connections and communications with a lot of the, uh, I guess I'm going to call them professors because that's what they were. They, you know, they taught me a lot that I did not know going into it. Right. And especially at the stage and level that I was in at the beginning of uh, Robinson sauces, not just having the product, but not knowing to, to what the next steps were. And they really helped me structure what the next steps were. They really helped me structure how to really take that, take my product and really do the brand awareness, create awareness, uh, get into markets, uh, just be more personal about uh, conveying my story about my product. So Foodpreneur, honestly, like they just gave life to Robinson Sauce. So I say that every day. I like that you say that. I mean, I remember that TV segment and I didn't know you at the time. And I was like, I want to call him. I want to call him right now. His window's open. His light's off. And I, and I was like, next time I set these things up, I'm going to have everybody in a WhatsApp group. And they would be like, blinds down, lights on. I don't know. Like, it's funny because we're all doing Zoom interviews, right? And we look funny on Zoom. We all look like cartoons at times, <laughs> but you did really well. And I think what I can tell you about your sauces and your rubs are you know, my husband jokes like Nikki, I put this stuff on burgers. It's so good. And then I know with like the air fryer, you can put it on like, you know, chicken, make it taste so much better when it comes out. Yeah. And that's just it. Right. So I, for me, it's, it's not, it's, I would say it's more than just sauce, right? Cause when people think of barbecue sauce, they think of, okay, let me just slather it on some ribs. Let me toss it into some wings and, and that's it. Um, To be honest, I've created a product where, people look at it almost like a canvas and an artist, right? So it's like, you can be as creative with it as you want, or you can use it as simple as you want. I have people that literally use it just to dip their Tostitos in it and eat it as like chip and dip. And then I have people that have elevated the sauce and uh, have incorporated in ice cream, have done, um, you know, baked brie with, with, um, oh, with I was thinking big brie with like phyllo and put it in. Oh, there we go. You know, it's lunchtime when you start ideating food like that. Okay. Exactly. So you're, tell us what are your top three selling sauces? Oh, I think it depends on the market, but I'll, I'll look at, um, one of my favorite markets, which is, uh, in Turkey point and Tilsonburg. And so I have two retail partners out there and the top three selling sauces out of there would be the guava lava. It'd be the sweet joys. And then it would be the peachy jerk. Um, so guava lava is absolutely, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to explain it because it's it was an accident, to be honest, right? It was one of those beautiful accidents. Uh, so it's your 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 sweetness from your guava. Then you have about three different types of peppers that bring in that heat, right? So it's like perfect sweet heat balance. And then you can taste the herbs in it, right? And one of the things about my sauces is the consistency. It's not... I don't use water or any preservatives. So you get that thick consistency. That's a really good point you just made. And I want to pause there for a second. No water, no preservatives. So mm -hmm. tell me what makes the ingredients of your sauces better than everybody else's? Because I have a feeling this is a good point. For sure. Um, so the ingredients in my sauces, for sure, are handpicked. Um, you know, I use everything from uh, peppers to smoked salts to herbs right so ideally it ties in together and i use the sweetness from the fruit when you use the sweetness from the fruit then you don't need to add a lot of sugars or honeys right so i always want that fruit to be the star in each sauce and i also want it to be that sweet content because you're getting that natural sweetness from that fruit itself 
where when you go and buy a bottle of sauce and and not to discredit um, any of the other sauce companies because they've been doing something well for a long period of time. But I do find that it is overly sweet just to be sweet, where with my sauces, I like it to be naturally sweet. And when it's hot, it's hot with a purpose. I don't want to blow anybody's face off. Right. And so I want it to be very balanced and the heat content, um, because after a lot of trials and error, I really figured out how to tame the heat. So you'll feel the heat, it'll be present, and then it fades away. How do you tame it? I, I do tame the heat with the sweetness from the fruit itself, right? And just knowing in terms of how much heat to use, right? Because we know one Scotch bonnet versus one Carolina Reaper, you're going to have different, um, different heat levels. So instead of using, if I'm going to use a Carolina Reaper, I'm only going to use half of a Carolina Reaper versus of using two Scotch bonnets. So it's really understanding your peppers and understanding the heat levels. Are these both they... peppers that you just mentioned? Yep. Carolina Reaper is the hottest pepper in the world um, right now. Um, it's hotter than a, um, you know, Trinidadian Scorpion. It is, if you look at it, I think it's uh, 3.2 million Scovilles. And a uh, Scotch bonnet is about 800,000 skull fills, if I remember. Um, so a Carolina Reaper does have that heat content, but also has other flavor components to it, which I definitely do like. And so it's been a way because a lot of people have been telling me like last year, like, can you make it a little bit hotter? And the only way to make it hotter is to use a hotter pepper. But to, uh, also understand and how to manage that pepper is important as well. Okay. I mean, this is really interesting. And you've said some things that I've only heard chefs say, and that's pretty cool, Rob. Like I've had a chef say to me, nothing should ever just be spicy. You should take people on a journey with spice because spice mm -hmm. can just be offensive if you don't balance it. Agree. Where can people in Toronto buy your sauces? Okay. That's a great question. Uh, so they can hit me up on Instagram. I love doing direct to consumer. I feel, I believe in that old school touch. If someone's local, uh, contact me through um, Instagram, place an order. I will actually deliver to them personally. Alternative to that, they can go to Nickel 9 Distillery, which is located in the junction outside of Toronto and also available in Turkey Point at uh, the Barn Teach, um, Tilsonburg at Betty's in Hamilton and Grimsby at Forest and Harbor and outside of north of um, Brampton at Burdock uh, Farms as well. In Oakville at uh, Olives and Oils. Olives so, and Oils. I like it. Olives and Oils is maybe pronouncing their name incorrectly, but they are the best hands down olive oil supplier retailer. They support local. Amazing. The lady's name is Erin. All my retail partners, I love them all. They honestly have given me the opportunity to continue to grow. So I thank them all. Very cool. Well, you know, Rob, um, I thank you for being on here. And I think that everybody should definitely check out Robinson Sauces because we're all cooking more than ever. I think heat kind of cancels some of the germs that we have floating around. Uh, we were talking right before this interview about ginger and you, you kind of educated me. You said, Tell everybody here, what happens in Jamaica if you have a sore throat? Well, we use ginger in everything. You have a sore throat, you use ginger. You got a bad stomach, you use ginger. Ginger, honestly, is the cure for everything. According to my family growing up in a Jamaican household, we just use ginger a lot. So I definitely think it's uh, it helps. Well, everybody, you know how I feel about ginger, and I had no idea it's also a thing in Jamaica. 
But thank you, Rob, for joining me on Superstar PR. I think you've made everybody listening hungry and curious. And till next time, have a wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Superstar PR. Please remember, if you like what you heard, share it with your friends. Don't forget to rate and review the show. This is a labor of love. We'll see you next week for our newest episode.